Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money. We like that. All in one place for totally free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your cellular telephone or your computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else, those other places that podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify, and when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions, and best of all, it's totally free zero catch we've been using it ever since we started how long gone and ever since i discovered spotify for podcasters i feel like having the option of turning off the q a's and the polls on the user dashboard <laughs> has really helped uh, boost my creativity and take it to another level i highly recommend giving it a try download the spotify for podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started Hello. What up, big dog? Oh, um, you know, just cruising. Um, not a whole lot, I guess. Um, one, the, a big change for me is happening today, and <laughs> my girlfriend, who I live with, is not in the house today, all day long. Oh, hell yeah. Jason out here got his dick swinging, boy. <laughs> So now I could finally swing my dick around. Thank God, damn! Uh, I guess we'll have to do this. I guess we'll have to do this edition of the podcast on Facetime video. Uh, <laughs> this is just a too hard to handle ex- situation. Yeah, this. Well, I guess we have to launch Patreon now. Um, <laughs> well, how does it feel? Are you feeling free? I mean, yeah, it's kind of weird because we have we have been living together and spending every day together you know and there are we 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 exercise healthy um alone time and like you know yeah she she says jason get your ass out of the yard we need to dig some holes you're like yes ma'am quite the opposite quite the opposite (laughs) tj takes the alone time more than he is instructed to to take he 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 starts it but he initiate he initiates the the quarantine from the quarantine i i make no um, you know, I, I don't hide the fact that I, that I need my alone time or else I go a little crazy and my girlfriend knows that and she respects it. And, you know, some people have a harder time asking for that than others. They'll feel guilty. They'll feel like the other, they don't want to make the other person feel sad. Like they don't want to be around them. We know your heartless ass doesn't feel nothing. So I, I grew up in the streets without a heart, man. <laughs> Uh, bitch no you didn't uh, you grew up in, so you grew up in orange county with a loving mother and, and twin brother continue that's true i do have a very loving mother um and but you know a little there's a little bit of heartless going on that's all good um I, look you know you know i'm as a fellow from the streets type of person yeah. i understand where you're coming from uh, speaking of speaking of that i also found out that my girlfriend's mom has listened to this podcast uh, uh, did she ask for my number? She there was no there was no commentary, commentary involving you. Um, it was it was. I mean, 
I I did not talk to her about it firsthand. She just told me you're that. you're receiving you're receiving this information through KK. Yes, that is correct. My girlfriend what? said that she brought it up. Does that and that was it? There was no like good, bad, and well, she the 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 feedback from her mom was <laughs> like <laughs> I I I I get you know like I like Jason. He's a funny guy. Blah blah blah. I think you know. It's cool, but I I I can't really comment on it either way because I have no idea what these people are talking about. That's a very measured take from someone in her position. I would be like, it's you, it's a measured bring- take, or it could be just a very nice way of saying your podcast this is, trash. Is, is trash. But you know, my girlfriend's mom doesn't really listen to podcasts, and she, you know, I don't think it's. You know, she's not like, well, no. you know, I subscribe to this, this, and this, and you know, yeah. I'm not feeling your <laughs> she's shit. Like, I was into the like, earlier yeah. stuff, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's no Bill Burr, but it's okay. <laughs> um, well, I think that that's nice of her to check out what you're doing and not flame you when she could. Yeah, I mean, I always had a weird thing with my mom listening to my pod- podcast because when I, when I did Tall Tales, I would be like, Mom, I do this podcast. Promise me you won't listen to it. Yeah, but when you it, it's it's like telling a kid not to do drugs. If you tell them not to do it, they're gonna. Get I know, I know. But then when I did the food podcast, I'd be like, "Do a food podcast now." Totally listen to it. Check it out. It'll be stuff that you already know about. You know, I'm Just, I'm on on a, on my general interest podcast. There's you know you're not going to. I mean, unless my mom also wants to make fun of G Easy for an hour, she's it's not really going to be her her demographic, Damn. you know. You been, dude, speaking of Gerald, Gerald's been in the news this week, bro. He's a damn home wrecker. <laughs> He's piping the wrong the wrong pipe. The wrong Gerald. Gerald stole. Go? Gerald, I wish I knew where the pipe went. <laughs> Gerald Gerald stole Ashley Benson from Cara Delevingne. I mean, can you? Is it stealing if you have a penis and the other person doesn't? I mean, I think it's yeah, because they were still in a relationship, and and Cara Delevingne. Let's I mean, t- let's, J- let's let's wait until our guest is on okay. before we unwrap <laughs> the way you just pronounced the word relationship. But continue. <laughs> I just think it's an interesting, you know. The, the, I, I feel like they got stuck together in quarantine. We're like, all right, fuck it. Let's just bone, I guess, because like, we're going to be here. Do you think Ashley he, Benson was was a real, a full certified no, no, lesbian no. person and has no interest in ding-dongs? Or this no, was think, just like think, a little trying it on, a little test drive? I think Ashley Benson definitely wanted to get piped down by Gerald and was happy to I mean I think Cara Delevingne is probably one of the top Hollywood lesbians as far as fame goes. Mm-hmm. Um, so for Ashley Benson in her middling career, it was probably a good move for her to get photographed with Cara Delevingne carrying that sex wedge into their house that time. That got a lot of attention. But I remember that the the swing. Yeah, but but Gerald, I mean Gerald's fucking famous and he's hot. That's the problem. I mean. I don't. I don't know. I, I think you either think he is hot or you really, really are not attracted to Gerald. I think that the door only swings those two ways. I would say that seventy-five percent of the the people that listen to this podcast would let Gerald hit, male or female. Who is the female equivalent of G Easy? Like somebody who like Halsey, you- bro, Halsey, <laughs> Halsey, because Halsey's like kind of gross, but she's got like a hot body. You know what I mean? Kind of like, gross. Well, I mean, I mean. She- 
Halsey, like, Halsey seems to have talent. You know, I'm not, you know. Halsey has hits. Halsey has slaps. Right. Well, I mean, you know, that having a hit does not necessarily mean you have talent. I, I'm not really a fan of the creative output of Halsey, but you could tell that she has skills. She has talent. And with G-Eazy, less perhaps. I, I wouldn't But also Halsey far. doesn't seem like a problematic person. Like dudes are not like, don't go mess around with that Halsey chick. But, but I feel like if ever, any girl in the world who's That's about true. to have sex with G-Eazy, all of her Somebody friends are like, yeah, I would yeah, not yeah. do that. Or like, I did. I had sex with G-Eazy as well, and this is why you shouldn't. You know, there's, he, I don't think, I don't know who it could be. Gerald is very much Mr. Steal Your Girl, though. That that's the like he's gonna be he's famous enough and good looking enough where he could basically have whatever he wants. I think in the room, Gerald likes the thrill of the hunt. Yes, I think Gerald. A common trait for a white celeb um, swimming in non-white circles. Of course, and I mean he is truly a cancer on society. I don't want to get it (laughs) twisted, but I do think that I see the appeal of him from a sexual standpoint. Not, not for me personally. I, I understand. I understand what you're saying. I could, you could see why his his um, his iCal is full of pussy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the schedule booked up even in quarantine. I, I'm sure. You know, I heard from a friend, oh, um, oh. a highly placed source, that that there are multiple celebrities in Hollywood right now having women come over for core sex and they're signing an NDA. Um. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Do you know any names? I no, I don't know any names, but I do think that it's probably every level. You know what I mean? Of, yeah. Of, I mean, do you? Because it's just too. It's too sensitive. Like even if you're not that famous, you don't want to. You don't want to go out like that. So you're so you're saying these are these might be people who normally would not set up an NDA, but because of the core ramifications of that getting out, then there are there's an increase in NDAs being signed before you. Um, yes, like this ain't the Capri. It ain't DiCaprio level, but if the cheeks are getting bust down, you're going to have a piece mm-hmm. of paper to sign before. Which yeah. I think, you know, these are all just habits that have evolved during the core for the better. They're, you know, when everyone's like, you know what? Maybe everyone should wear a mask when they're at the airport. Like that kind of stuff. Maybe everyone should get that NDA signed before you, <laughs> before you bust down these yikis. It's just, uh, it's just wise. Excuse me, just real quick. Yeah, if you could just if you could just sign. Yeah, that'd be great. No, 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 keep 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 it on for now. But just sign this piece of paper, and then the yeeks are gonna get busted. Just just, <laughs> just just sign this real quick, please. I mean, it's it's just responsible practices. Um, I wanted to talk to you about a few of your tweets that I saw, Chris. You, you said that <laughs> you 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 were starting to you're starting to hate the smell of Aesop because you're washing your hands so much. Is that a real well, thing? It's a real thing. I mean, as I'm displaced, and, and that is what we have on deck here, which is better than your little broke boy, you know, method or or what's that other shit brand? Myers. Don't hate on oh, Myers, dog. That's don't, great. don't no, come that's, for Myers. No, get out of here with that little broke boy shit. No, that's some, I like, use. I, um, I actually for hand washing, I, I prefer the the Malin and Getz cannabis a little bit more. Than I, the I love the I I love the Malin and Getz cannabis. It's, I agree. It's half the price. I'm a I'm a Byredo Vetiver guy, but uh, again, I'm displaced and don't have right, don't have right, access right. to that. But the Aesop smell is honestly, I think it's it's become it's become too much. It's too ubiquitous. But I also it's better than 
broke boy shit you can get at the grocery store, which is all that's open now. It's an mm-hmm. interesting place to be. It's an interesting time for us. And it's probably like sold out online. I'm no, I, I ordered. I actually, I actually ordered deodorant from Aesop a couple, like a month and a half ago, uh, and it came quickly. Actually, it was a very good experience oh, for quarantine God. shopping. Thank I know, God, the, I know I the Le Labo hand soap is always out of stock. The Hinoki is pretty good. I agree. I'm gonna. Don't worry. I've I've got my eye on some other brands that are mm. that are have been at market but aren't haven't reached that level of popularity yet. Oh, thank and God. And I will I will break one. Don't worry. It's my responsibility in 2020 to break a new hand soap. <laughs> is that it's your responsibility or that's like a dream of yours? Um, I would say a little bit of both. I think I'm the man for the job, and it's also something that uh, I have thought about positively. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one we were talking about were the Ben and Jerry's Nike SB Dunk Low shoes. <laughs> <laughs> those things look like absolute shit. They're so crazy. Like, who would wear those? I, I it was it was making me think about like our. Are people really buying? I mean, I don't know. Like, are people really buying it because they think it looks cool and they like it, or is it just the rarity? Because I, I can kind of understand, like, if I remember what life was like in my mind in like 2007 when everyone was wearing like all over print shirts and new era hats that had a dollar sign embroidered on them and all that shit, like. These shoes would be like very cool in 2007, maybe. Like uh, during the time that, that LMFAO like, was but, popping. But dunks, that's when dunks were cool. Dunks have not been cool in so long, and they're coming back, and I don't accept it. Like, there's Comte de Garçon ones that are bad. These are bad. They're all bad. I also don't accept it. They're bad. I, I was there the first time. If you're there the first time, you're qualified to comment on the trend. That's my rule. I th- yeah, uh, but, uh, but also I think the people that are wearing these types of shoes now are not doing it at, because it's like an ironic fashion statement or they think it's funny. They're just like, these are, these are going to make other dudes who drive Integras think I am cool. <laughs> That's all it is. Well, they don't I even know also- if they like the shoes. No, they definitely don't know if they like the shoes. I mean, it's also like, think about what this collaboration is. It's a collaboration between a <laughs> ice cream company, a hippie ice cream company from, what, Vermont? Mm-hmm. Like, that's, cr- that's crazy. That doesn't need to exist. It does not need to exist, but there have been many more useless no, collabs of course, of course, than Ben & Jerry's. You know, it's a legacy brand at this point, but still. It is a, it is a, it's a legacy brand for fatties, I agree. And <sighs> I think that if if they want to do this, then more power to them. I'm just saying, as one man who lived through the, the first dunk craze, mm-hmm. they're trash. And, like, the fact that somebody over the age of 18 would buy those is also, like, kind of insane. You know what I mean? It looks like they would be cool on your child, I guess. <laughs> There's, there are, I know there are, like, three 42 year old guys listening to this right now who are like oh man i need to get my life together because yeah, they, because they are into those and to you three bros they, they sorry. like <laughs> they like when john and Vinny's plays kanye west it's that kind of guy who would wear these. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly who would wear these they are like, no I those like are the run the jewels hip-hop. run the jewels yeah, right. chat room um admin footwear <laughs> From the Jules Reddit thread <laughs> admin, <laughs> the official, the official uh, footwear of the, well, the Jules Reddit. I think our guest today, there's, there's maybe there's a fourteen percent chance that he's going to think these are these are popping because he he is a he's a kick man himself. And you have a history with him, correct? 
Yeah, Yasser Lester. He uh, he's a comedian, writer, wild on Twitter, very funny. He always he always makes me chuckle with his ridiculous shit. And he's done a few podcasts with me over the years, Tall Tales back in the day. Always a always Love a that. funny guy. He's a he's also an Atlanta resident, like born and raised, so or oh, at really? least raised. So we have that in common. And he's involved in my favorite new show, Black AF. Uh, I, so I did I, my homework and I watched some Black AF as well. And I, I did you like it before he's on? You can tell me the truth. Uh, I did like it. I do have some thoughts. Okay, let's call him. Let's give him a buzz. All right. All right. How long gone? is brought to you by our dear friends at BetterHelp, Jason. BetterHelp. You know, the summer travel season is coming up. Luckily, my BetterHelp therapist also fancies themselves a bit of a travel agent. So for maybe the first half of our sweet sessions, we were spent off, obviously off clock going through, you know, hotels, ferries, <laughs> car rentals, restaurant recommendations. It's as if I have two wives. I have two wives inside of me. and uh, Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, so uh, it, it is a fun way to find and connect different therapists. You get one that you really like. You guys are gossiping. You guys are chit-chatting. You guys are talking about your personal interests. Next thing you know, it's time to actually do the work. So it feels good building those uh, mental health relationships with people you actually like. And on BetterHelp, there are... So many different therapists to choose from. I don't like anyone. If you're thinking of starting <laughs> therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash how long today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash how long. Nice. How Long Gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh-oh. And internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly Thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with considerably less shedding. Thank God. Take the first step <laughs> to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code how long? All one word. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. I got RAF on the nut. <laughs> Dot com promo code how long. That's Nutrafol.com promo code how long. Hey there, overwhelmed foodies. Are you drowning in a sea of meal kit options, feeling like you're in a bad dating game where every contestant looks the same? Fear not, because amidst the chaos, there's one shining star worth your culinary affection. Home Chef is not just another fish in the meal kit sea. They're the gourmet catch that you've been dreaming of. Say goodbye to swiping left on lackluster meals and swipe right for the one brand that will make your taste buds swoon. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your 
cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, I like to chop myself, or quick microwave meals that are assembled in minutes, Home Chef has you and your entire family covered for delicious meals, witty options per week, and serves a variety of dietary needs, so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. I'm keto now. Not only is it convenient, but it is also economical. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. Mamma mia. For a limited time, Home Chef is offering my listeners, our listeners, 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert faux life at homechef.com slash how long. That's homechef.com slash how long for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash how long must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Oh, what? <laughs> you didn't have to go that hard. Are you wearing a damn shower cap? Bro, it's a satin bonnet. <laughs> satin bonnet? You look like um, like if Chef Boyardee was in the roots. <laughs> but I'm uh, cooking, no. What's is up? that? Is that? Is that doing something for your hair, or is that strictly? Yeah, a look? It just, bro, it just keeps it soft. Wait, where? Are you? How come I can't see y'all? Because we don't do it that way, bro. This is th- uh, we, th- this, this audio, audio only, bro. Uh, We're both butt bucket <laughs> naked right now. Are you? Are you in your house? Where the fuck are you? Granny's house? <laughs> I'm at my apartment. I just I decorate. I don't know. I gotta say, I love an old style. Like, here's the thing. I think maybe I don't know how to decorate. And because of that, I just decorate how like I remember things being. So it's like floral curtains and like you know. All <laughs> I, that, I, th- like, I, th- I think I kind of like it actually. After you explained it to me, I think I'll turn the corner. <laughs> I turn the corner really quickly. That is no, that I, is shocking. It's a it's a it's a phenomenon that I think is real, and I think I used to have it until I started cohabitating with my girlfriends, and they're like, "Oh no, oh no, no, no." <laughs> oh, see, opposite with us is my girl like just doesn't care like truly like if i just use like old amazon boxes to like <laughs> up certain, she'd be like dope so it's like it's really kind of up to me that's yeah, incredible that's thing. incredible that's a keeper it I is think. It, it, here's the thing it's incredible for so many things like she's like truly the most like low-key like you know she's like a she's a tv writer too so it's like she she's even more about it than I am because I'm like you know a little bit like burn the system down who cares like all these people are garbage and she's like well we still need to make money mm. I'm like oh yeah I guess good point, you know? good point. that's, that's <laughs> but because good. of that she says like the most like her drive is so singular sometimes that I'm like okay well we still got to do the dishes <laughs> well yeah I'm I'm driven I'm driven yeah. too but we can't forget yeah. about you know the important stuff the laundry <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, you guys are you I guys also, are a few you guys are a few scripts away from from having the live-in made, doing all that cleaning and shit, so you can focus a hundred percent on these jokes. Well, here's the thing: like before all this, we were you know we get like a cleaning lady like every three weeks because also we you know like because of stand up and stuff, so like you're not home that much on top of like working late and mm-hmm. like you know, so we get like a cleaning lady like every three weeks just to kind of like pick it up, and then you know we. we we weren't messing it up enough because we weren't here, you know, but now it's like being here 
It's just like, I, here, I can just show you. Like, will it even let me flip the camera? I don't know. So here. this is the first time you've really I lived mean, in your house. Just like, Bro, what the fuck is going Whoa. on? That's a, a new dog, and then that's snacks, and that's vitamins, and that's a shelf of things, and that's my curling power blocks and that's, that's fire i mean look i know you can't you guys can't you guys can't see this but he's showing us a floor that is just absolutely covered in shit all right Yasser, is that do you have do you have mountain valley glass water though yeah dog big okay. flex baby we love that that's a good flex you know Barack had that. Barack had that in the White House. So you, you so, so you're a hoarder with taste. I like it. Yeah, I like a it too. A little bit. I'll, I'll say this: like back in the day, do y'all know Gerard Carmichael at all? Uh, I'm familiar with his or work. No, yeah, I know. So he was like the first of my friends to like really like blow up and get money. And I remember after his place, I went to his apartment. He was living at uh, like uh, there used to be a. Uh, all right, there still is this big uh, fancy or. Uh, apartment complex part of a shittier apartment complex <laughs> called the palazzo at park la brea oh yes, familiar yes. with la yeah, of course of course yeah well aware so he was like yeah i think so that's where my, the, i think that's where the situation lived for a little while so dog, that makes, that makes sense there. Uh, <laughs> vanessa, <laughs> vanessa and angela simmons lived there like it was like Ooh, it was like uh, that's royalty right there apartments. that's royalty right there <laughs> that's royalty right there elbows of royalty also, like, I remember I went to his place and he was just drinking water out of this <laughs> green glass bottle. And I was like, what are you doing? He was just like, it's the best water you'll ever have in your life. It's Bill Clinton's favorite water. And See? I was like, what? And so I had it and I swear to God, like the moment I had it, I was like, I got to get money. <laughs> <laughs> For so, so some people try on the Gucci belt. Some people, you know, take a test drive in the Lambo. You just had some... Some green water, and you're water. like, I gotta get this bread. When water tastes different, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, no, that really is a sign. Water tasted different for rich people. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> like, it. So when we, you know, so when we moved in here, you know, like I, I, I'll say that like water is one of those things that like for whatever reason I've always wanted, like the water machine, and then. I was talking to Chelsea Peretti about it, actually. And she was like, yo, I get Mountain Valley. And I was just like, stop. They don't do home delivery. She was like, yes, they do. She hooked me up with the info. And I was just like, it's truly everything else in my life is like, you know, I have like a few gold chains and some, you know, sneakers. <laughs> but other than that, like mm -hmm. the Mountain Valley is where people come over and they're like, oh, like it's like that. And I'm like, yeah. No, Mountain Valley, we used, to, we used to have that in my in an office of mine that I shared with my friend Dana. And it was like, Getting it up the stairs, the guy looked like he wanted to kill us. You know what I mean? It was just, it was, it was like the ultimate flex to be like, yeah, yeah, no, no just bring it up two flights, bro. Yeah, just, just <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, just, no, 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 I'm not gonna help you. Just come on up, though. Come on, look, up. that is so funny. Because here's the thing: is our apartment is on, our apartment's on the second floor, though we're on the first floor of the apartment. So he still has to come up a flight because we're just essentially above our carport, and he just has like. He's got these like hooks and the giant water bottles. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, yeah. but I'm always like, I think seven's enough this month. I don't know. What do you think? Eight? And he's just like, <laughs> kill me. <laughs> that, it's, it's the desert heat, bro. I think we're gonna need yeah. extra two. We're gonna need extra two. You know, you know we'll what I'm saying? Sit on him, but we'll get more next month. You know, like so. He's <laughs> truly. He gave me his number. This is so wild. He gave me his number and was like, just text me the morning of. Like, I don't want to know. 
like in advance. So it's like he'll he'll be like, I'm outside. I'm like, okay, four. Like you know what I mean? Like he is he is not about the extra work, which is such so a funny life, to such me. A, what what neighborhood do you live in? Dog, we're in West Hollywood, but we we're thinking about moving it on up to the valley, like to a Burbank or so. Why? Why would you? Do, okay. Why would you do that? Are you are you a cast member of fucking Vanderpump Rules? Like what the fuck are you trying? Who are you trying to be? Yo, Burbank is, is on the rise, bro. I'm I'm out here in Burbank as well. <laughs> well, here's the thing: a, I want to be able to have a house one day, mm-hmm. and b. I think I've hit my noise pollution limit. I get that. We're old, dog. It's hitting yeah. that. that so honestly, these, that's these damn kids out here are making too much racket. Oh my god, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> I live. I, I mean it for real. I I think I live again. Like you know, remember Oakwood Apartments back in the day? That's where Disney put all their child. Yeah, stars. I'm familiar. I'm familiar with the the, the lineage. I think I think where I live in West Hollywood is like if if your SoundCloud hits. <laughs> they soundcloud moves you to my the, neighborhood <laughs> and it's just like these wild ass kids with like face tattoos literally just racing up and down my street out their sunroof of like a rented like s500 i'm like what is like i just can't like i'm just like walking my dog like you know what i mean like i'm not that, trying to like, i'm not trying to hear kids see ghosts when i'm walking my dog <laughs> I, I get it i really dog, do truly is not an exaggeration right before y'all called i was like i may need to like figure out somewhere else to record this because right outside there was just a dude not doing anything just <laughs> sitting in his 98 mustang just listening to pop smoke like, <laughs> you can't be having that much fun it's impossible no it's, it's not impossible. that's not fun that's not fun yeah. that's, just, that's just passing the time is what yeah that is. exactly so it's just like i gotta get out of here like here's the thing it's like and I tell my girl this all the time. It's like, I want to be the most dangerous person in my neighborhood, mm. like by far. Like, mm. I, I don't, it. I you know it. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I want, if the cops stop me, like, it's an L I'll take, but like, everyone's <laughs> <else is> safe. <laughs> if, if I get racially profiled, that's fine, but hey, the, the neighbors need to know. The neighbors need to know, because then they can be like, oh, he was, he's, no, he's one of us. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I want to be like racially profiled and then go into my quiet home and be like, can you believe the cops? <laughs> that like, is, that is the ultimate. That's the ultimate flex. I agree. Yeah. Well, well, have you started looking in, in Valley Village and Burbank to just see what's on the market? Yeah, you know, we're, all, we're on the Zillow. We're on the Redfin. Where one of our friends is a realtor. So, like, yeah, we see. But the pro- like, here's the thing. And, like, I, I like kind of talked about it, like, on Twitter for a second the other day. But it's just, like, did a million dollars stop meaning a million dollars to people? A million dollars is the minimum almost in any major city that matters. It's the Which is New York and with- L.A. yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> <laughs> there's only two cities sorry no shots at our listeners because i would say most of them live in the middle of america probably but if so, you yeah. but if you only have a million dollars you can get a decent house in burbank or or right. glendale where i live but you cannot get that in west hollywood right oh so well no because last time i came, oh i did come to your house in glendale right Back well, in when day. you that was that was an atwater village which, oh, okay. which is a lot more expensive, but I don't live there anymore. I moved. I moved to to Glendale. Oh dang, yeah. But that's the thing is that like I, I it's like the idea that like it. 
I remember being a kid and someone would say a million dollars and it was truly like saying infinity. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it was no, like, for sure. such an insane concept. And now people will straight up look you in the eye and be like, man, this place is only one seven. And you're like, <laughs> I will commit suicide in front of you. <laughs> no, it's one seven. And you got, you got to have cash. We don't do mortgages. Yeah, you know yeah, exactly. you got to come in there. You got to come in there with either a checkbook or a Louis backpack. It's, it's up to you. It's, <laughs> It's how you're feeling that day. I don't know how saucy you're feeling, but it's true, though. It really is true. It's absolutely right. insane. A million dollars is minimum. Is and like again, like you know, it's like I want to, you know, like I, you know, I hope to one day do it. So that's why we're like looking now, and you know, again, there's also a global pandemic, so that feels crazy to be like. I feel like ah, it's, a good, it's a good time. Finally from, settling in. <laughs> it is. Mortgage rates are at an all-time low. It's time to cop. I know. Well, here's the thing. I'm also low-key wondering. This is like such a conversation for the three people talking. But uh, <laughs> it also feels like when this is – do I wait till this is over? Because for sure people are going to be bouncing from L.A. But then someone made the point that a bunch of people from New York are going to move to L.A. Dude, people are – I already know people who went there and now are just staying. That's from wild. New York. Uh, they're like, yeah. yeah, I mean, it makes sense. They have like family there or whatever, but they're like, yeah, we're just, right. we're going to come back and move, but like, we're just going to stay. Fuck it. It's going to happen eventually. Might as well do it now. Uh, man. Yeah. It's, Don't it's, worry. It's, real it's, ones, it's, real ones like me are going to hold it down. <laughs> <in the> COVID <laughs> capital. <laughs> you already know. You already know. I'll, I'll have my fucking, my fucking face shield on. I'll be out there. <laughs> so what, what okay but here, here what would get you to leave because now i'm assuming were you there for 9 11 it's a good question uh, no no first of all i'm not even there right now i'm in montreal second of all <laughs> uh, uh, he took his ass to canada on the first knees that happened in the world i started i started i had to get a tissue and i just went straight to the airport uh, <laughs> i gotta go uh, I gotta go. Oh my god! Um, I was not there for I was not there for nine eleven. I was I was too young for that. I was yeah, I yeah. was probably like a, I think I was a, would have been a senior in high school when nine eleven happened. I moved. Yeah, Flames. I've been in New York 11, 11 years. I was there for Sandy is the probably the biggest thing I've been there for, which is pretty fucking crazy. That was nothing yeah, yeah, compared yeah. to nine eleven or this. Yeah, it's just like I don't know, man. What am I gonna do in L A? You guys are fucking boring. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing to do. Bro, I don't every work, day I, is Sandy in L A. Dog, this shit is fucking real life. <laughs> <laughs> i mean the wet the only thing that's good is the weather all of my friends live there uh tennis courts uh the food everything's better except culture there's zero and i don't work in hollywood and i don't know how i get a job but okay but see that's the thing is that like and i think that is one of the problems with la and the la new york thing is that the people uh, the culture here, yes, is Hollywood, but like the culture creators refuse to create culture here because they say it's all in New York, and it's like, but you can come here. Like, like there's a mm. thriving art scene. You know what I'm saying? No, like, there I is, make there it is. the shows all the time, and like, you know, like I, I'm not like a foodie like that, but like, there's some amazing chefs out here, and like, I mean, the the biggest thing I'll say is that like the bummer is that the city is so segmented where it's like in New York, you walk outside, you run into every single person and 12 seconds. You're like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what like, I really, but that's what I really thrive off of. I can't get yeah, my yeah. Prius. I can't get my Prius and drive to Burbank to hang out with you. You know what I mean? That's going to take, <laughs> well, that's my whole, that's my whole thing. I think, uh, I think but, after, after COVID happens, uh, I think that the, the, the New York that you love is not going to be the same anymore. And I think these New Yorkers are starting to hedge their bets and predict that and then come out to LA because that shit doesn't matter anymore. And they might as well enjoy yeah, this great weather and 
better restaurants in exchange for lack of culture because no one's going to leave the house anyway. No, Mr. Black, let me, Mr. Black, let me, let me pitch you an idea real quick. <laughs> you, you text me and Mr. Stewart. You say, it's going down today. Meet me at Century City Mall. We all <laughs> <laughs> centrally located. Meet at Century City Mall. We hit the food court. There's there's Massey's Mediterranean Grill. There's Chick-fil-A, there's Chipotle. There's Rock House Sliders. There's Saffron <laughs> Indians. There's everything you could want. Yeah, we, you know and we haven't even hit Italy to browse yet. We haven't we haven't hit Italy. We haven't hit Del Frisco's Double Eagle Steakhouse. First of all, Del, Del Frisco's Del Frisco's is a fucking New York institution. Do not talk about Del Frisco's as an LA thing. But what I'm saying is, is you don't need to be in New York for it no more. You can have oh, it. Damn, really, really then, makes you think. Yeah, pull up and get a then, sweet green salad, just like in New York. Oh no problem. Get a nice. <laughs> I mean, look, guys, I love LA more than probably you two. Honestly, maybe, maybe not. But, <laughs> I, but I, I just think that I'm an East Coast guy. I feel like that's my true. Even though I'm Southern, I feel like I really found myself when I when I became an East Coast media elite. And I don't want. To, I don't know. I don't know if I could abandon that for just another another white guy with a podcast and a Twitter account in Hollywood. Yeah, but you I could turn yeah. that into your book. I could yes. turn it into a book. I could. You could also, yo, know, we. But here's the thing: is that like, I, it, they're just those are just the loudest voices. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. it, it's just like we. It, like, I, I don't know, Jason. You can speak for yourself. It's like I feel like most times we like donk on those people. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like. They're still dorks. They just happen to like ha- run the UCB Twitter account. Like, you know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? Like, Good point. Good point. <laughs> or they happen to like run your career at William Morris. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One of two options. <laughs> <laughs> There's two jobs you could get. Either way, um, they're dorks, and they got the job from their parents or or uh, or an uncle or something. One hundred percent. But I will say this, yo, like, because I love New York. I mean that for real. Like from the bottom of my heart. Like, did you was, ever live there? Yeah, yeah. So I lived there off and on for three years because of girls and then like some other jobs that I had. And like, I, I'll say this, like, because I, you know, I moved from Georgia to LA. So when I got to LA, I was like, wow, the big city, blah, blah, blah. I'm like Hollywood and all that stuff. And then when I had to move to New York for work, I was like, oh, this is the big city I had been like thinking of the whole time. Like there is like, unless there's something wrong with you, I feel like there is like an immediacy to New York that makes you feel like you've always belonged weirdly like because I feel like Absolutely. so many people talk about it like it's a, like people talk about it like it's isolating or people talk about it like you know like everyone is rude and very individualistic but it's not I never found that to be the case I only had fun the idea like I don't really sleep I would get up <clears throat> I would just be sitting there at three in the morning and be like I'm gonna go get a sandwich and you just go outside and get the best sandwich you've ever had. You know what I'm saying? So it's like stuff like that. I will doing doing coke is cool. I didn't know that that you did that much coke. That's cool. (laughs) Yeah, man. Damn, bro. (laughs) Here's the thing. Like people do coke, but like I do coke. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, so what, what neighborhood did you live in Brooklyn? No, no, no. So, well, I, for a, a hot minute, but like, I actually lived, this is so crazy. I, I was working on this show and 
one of the producer's assistants, like her family owned like a brownstone in the heart of the West Village. So she's mm, like, mm. you can just rent this studio for me for Mad Cheap. It was this incredible studio. If you know where Cafe Clooney is. Of course I do. That's, uh, that's some Sex in the City shit, baby. Dog, literally right across the street, the building next to that magazine stand. The one, or sorry, the one next to the Beatrice Inn. I lived okay. in that. Oh, well, now, now we're talking about real landmarks. Okay. Now, yeah, now, bro. Now, now I understand. Damn, you were yeah, really living the dream, bro. Dog. Been, it was. You had a little thing, TV like, job. You had a little apartment. Yeah. Well, that and I had never been. I had been to New York literally for 12 hours before that. I had to fly in for a thing and they immediately were like, you didn't get the job and like flew me back. So like I never got to see this thing. So like when I moved there for work for real, I was like, like I know, like I, I think there's a thing that happens with wherever, whatever city you came up in, you have like a love hate with, right? Because it's like you succeeded there, but you also struggled there. So that's how I feel about L.A. Like, I'll still drive by places. It'll be like a, a, a restaurant or a clothing store, and I'll be like, fuck that place. <laughs> People are like, why? And I'm like, because I couldn't afford it 15 years ago. And fuck like, well, Cafe Gratitude, man. Yeah. Haters in there. Fuck the Pink <laughs> Dolphin <laughs> store. Yeah. <laughs> but I know oh, you're laughing, but anyway. I swear to God, that's how I feel about the Flight Club on <laughs> Fairfax. <laughs> is that I walked in one time, because again, like, I was just a dude from, like, I mean, not the sticks, sticks, but from the sticks of Georgia. Like, Marietta ain't, like, mm-hmm. it, it, this is like, the internet wasn't what it was. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you're still isolated. What are you about to say, Chris? I just think Marietta's not the, I mean, bro, Marietta's a nice suburb. Now it is. I thought you was yeah, really country, dog. Yeah, nah. I, dog. That ain't really. Up, co- what okay. high school did you go to? I went to Pope, but I grew up by Wheeler. So, like, uh, do you know where Roswell Road? The I grew up by of the course. Big Chicken. Damn, I grew up, might, like, damn, Big Chicken's that's another fire landmark. So we got Beatrice yeah, in right. and Big Chicken. My, my <laughs> yeah, my man is fucking running the game right now. <laughs> but if you, if you, here's the thing: the Big Chicken. No one's like, oh, this is the city. <laughs> now you're right. It's just the big chicken. There's no yeah, yeah. For those of you J- that don't Jason, know, the big chicken. T- yeah, yeah, yeah. Please explain to Jason yeah. what the big chicken. Jason, the big chicken. Jason, the big chicken. The big chicken is truly is not a joke. It's a KFC, and it, it's the biggest KFC on the Eastern Seaboard, only because it has a gift shop and a giant chicken head attached to it. <laughs> It's just a KFC, <laughs> and that's what I grew up next to. You know what I'm saying? So like, no wonder so you're like, jaded. Well, that's my point is that I got to L.A. and it's like you didn't I didn't like the sneaker resale market wasn't like a thing that was in our vision. You know what I'm saying? Like you had to go downtown to like places like Walters in L.A. And yeah, like, Wal- Walters. Or, uh, not in what? L.A. in Atlanta. Jason knows about Walters from our, our we have a mutual friend, Decatur Dan, who's a who's a yeah, real yeah, director, Walters. Yeah. Wal- yeah, but he's a real Walters head. He's a real yeah, OG. Yeah. Oh, OK. <laughs> he's been at Walters. Uh, he what? Ben Ben had Walters. <laughs> oh, he been had a- <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! That, that so you're so, so I didn't funny. I didn't know that, but you're so you're a real sneakerhead, huh? Yeah, man. Here's the thing. Uh, I, I mean it sincerely. A, it's like the game. The game's all twisted, and you know, me and my brother have like a sneaker podcast, and we're like, this is it's still fu- it's fun for us, and it, as a as a actual thing that exists in the way that talking about fashion will always be fun because it will always exist mm-hmm. it's fun in that way but like i mean and we all see it because it, it, it's, <laughs> ha- it, it's happened with so many things but it's just like 
a bunch of dorks figured out how to manipulate it to make it seem like they're cool when in fact they're just dorks with you. Welcome, welcome to podcasting. Uh, I'm your host, Chris. This is my co-host, Jason. Uh, but I know, I know what you mean. I feel like it's the same kind of thing for like your friends who are still into wrestling. Same kind of energy of like, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just in it now. I'm, it's just, I'm yeah. a lifer. Exactly. I know Very it's not getting energy. me laid anytime soon, but it's just what but I it, do. But yes, yeah, yeah. so are you are you copping heavily and flipping? Are you just copping and wearing? I like don't. What? I just I just I just get them because I like to wear them. You What's the what top? Man? We need like, the top five dead or alive right now. We need the top five. Oh man, Ben and thing. Jerry's so like, SVs. Uh, uh, ben and Jerry's <laughs> SVs just dropped today, and it's the ugliest yeah. shit I've ever seen. <laughs> they are, but here's what I'll say, and I mean it sincerely. I like it. No. they're ugly. Oh, hold on, hold on. They're uh. ugly because they're actively just trying to be what the container of ice cream is. <laughs> so they're not. They're not ugly in the way a Jeremy Scott Adidas is ugly, Ooh. where you're like, this is actual. I'm sorry. I those are travesties. Those are those are travesties. No, we, yeah, think, we don't disagree, but I, I like yeah, yeah. I like where but your head's at with this. I think yeah. almost all sneakers, and this is coming from a guy who is currently quarantined, and his number one shoe he brought is the Kiko A6 that are <laughs> green and white check, like the ugliest yeah. shoes ever made. But <laughs> saying that, I still think most shoes that come out and that I see people really going nuts for are either really basic or ugly. There's there's like rarely something I'm like, oh, that's actually interesting and cool. Well, but see, that's the, it's it's all. But I here's the thing: you're you're right, but it's also to me just like the art world a little bit because it's like, what are we actually hyping here? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like everyone, you know. There's there's pieces of art, right, that we all collectively have agreed, like you know, the Mona Lisa or you know, cause the big wave, cause <laughs> for you, for all you, that shit. Sneaker, all the cause heads, fucking all guys. the all the fire cause shit for sure. All, you already you know, know the vibes, my Mona you know. Lisa. A rainbow flowered uh, Murakami. Murakami, you know. Jason has the but, Murakami rug and is in the podcast room. I already know. You already know shoes that come. <laughs> shoes come off. Uh, shoes you come, come in that's here, a, dog. That, that's an Asian household. You know the shoes come <laughs> off. Mm-hmm. But but you know what I'm saying? Like, but here's the thing: it's like again, those things got diluted, right? Like a little bit. But but what I'll say is that so much of it truly and again like uh, the sneaker world and that like hype art world the venn diagram has now just become a complete circle and they just went like oh these are things that interesting people are into so i'm gonna do this so i myself will be considered interesting by association Mm -hmm. and because of that the whole system gets messed up right because now even like and it's like yo like i know people have a problem with yeezys and stuff and it's like like the Yeezy 700, I think is a dope shoe. And I'm like, the reason I realize I think it's dope, I was talking to my brother about this. Like the reason I think it's dope is because it looks like a skateboarding shoe and I skated. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, there's so many little tricks. And, you know, like, even like Virgil, like doing like re- revisions of Osiris skate shoes and then, th- <laughs> you know, having them as Louis Vuittons is crazy. It's That's crazy. Crazy. Because those, Osi- those Osiris shoes are ugly as a motherfucker. They're, and they always they're work. tanks. They're but, literally tanks. <laughs> but it's just, a, it's more to me proof that everything comes back around. And if you're in a position of power, I mean, if I'm Virgil, I'm doing the same thing. It's like, wait, this is the shit I like growing up and I can make it now myself? Yeah. And, yeah okay, yeah. sure. Shit. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah. 
You absolutely. Know, but they're ugly as a motherfucker. No question. Yeah, absolutely. But again, and it's like you, but then you do the thing where you go like, it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter if they're ugly or not. You go, well, there's only five of them. And you, <laughs> yeah. can't, you know what I'm saying? But really, if you want to flex, like you would have this. And all so I want to do happens. is all I want to do is flex. That's the fucking yeah. problem. All I want to do Dude, is flex. It's it's a bummer. Like I read your thing, uh, the micro luxuries thing. Yeah, yeah, the, the yeah. piece you did. But I mean, but it's funny because it's like again, it's like something me and my brother and sister talk about. It's just like yo, like just having a full Gucci sweatsuit. As much as I would love that, it's like it's almost more of a flex to be like, oh, the wallet's Gucci. But course, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, and, and the rest of it is kind of like, because even like my wardrobe, it's like all the same thing. It's just black t black long sleeve t shirts and black pants. And that's it. And, and then I'll have like, you know, sometimes ones. a colorful joke. And the black Air oh, Force yeah, yeah. But then the sneaker game go crazy. Yeah, you yeah. Know well, uh, well, here's the thing mine are somehow ashy. Like, I got the only <laughs> ashy pair. You got of black ashy Air Force ones? ones. Yeah, man. Oh, man. You know they, they don't stay, they don't stay moisturized in this desert heat, man. That's what it is. It's the desert heat. Did you <laughs> out here? Do you are what kind of timepiece are you working with, Mister Hollywood? You got the you got the AP bust down. You got the rolling. Do, do oh wait, I do, do you, Okay, here's the thing. You got I'm the swatch. Like what you I'm got? I'm tell you. I have uh I have uh 18 karat gold 1988 Rolex day date presidential band. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Damn, I didn't know light work. Yeah. Light work. <laughs> that's, that's light work. I got. I, I, that's what I wear on Saturdays. So I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> I know. I know, which one, I know the one because know, the, yeah. the dial is stuck on Saturday. So right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> so all right. So yeah, the fit is understated. This is well. We here's the thing. I'll say that I also it was it was like my 35th birthday present to myself, and like I, I, you can make the excuse after excuse, but it, it, there is like as a person you know whoever you are there are certain things that you are when you're 12 years old you go that is a thing someone who is successful they have that thing right Mm -hmm. i'm not like i've had my dream car already which was a 1988 ford bronco xlt eddie bauer edition and then it died so then i got a prius like you know what what i'm saying like i had my dream car Oh, bro, Eddie Bauer. So you know it was Hunter black Green. with the tan. No, oh, black, black with the tan. tan top, bro. My bad, my bad. You know I had them chrome step bars, bro. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> real Again, Bauer shit. You really did not have to go this hard. You really did. But to me, every day I go hard, bro. Every day is the gym, man. I'm, I'm starting to see that. I'm starting to realize that, slowly starting to come to terms with the fact that you go harder than we do. Uh, every day. Every day this, is Equinox, man. All this, all, this, all this gear talk, though, I need to talk to you about Black AF. Because oh, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. I fucking loved it. Yeah, yeah. I loved there it and thought it was very funny. And I thought the way that clothing was involved was really interesting um, because it reminded me of how a lot of people I know actually live. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> For well, better I mean, or like, worse. That's the thing. Well, yeah, but because that's the thing is that like, yeah, and me and Kenya, I, and that's the other, so that's the second part of the watch thing is that I was working on Black AF at the time. That was, you know, it was like before my 35th birthday and like Kenya's, Kenya has the illest Rolex. His uh, his EP uh, executive producer, dude Hale Rothstein, has you know they both and they have like the big face ones. They have the forty millimeter ones, which is crazy to me. But because uh, I was like, no one's wrists are that big. But I, <laughs> but I digress. But they were just like, man, like, 
and they meant it for real. Like they would just look at you and they'd be like, "Man, you ain't got no Rolex, man. Like you really, you really don't got one." And I was like, "No, like it's not like people just don't have Rolexes." And he's like, "Yeah, they do. They really do." <laughs> I was like, "Okay." So finally, I was like, "I'm buying this fucking watch." But like he for real, like Kenya lives that shit for real. Like he will fully come in. Like I mean. And just every day is, he's not just wearing dunks, you know what I'm saying? He's wearing Sakai's three months before they come out. He's wearing Balenciaga, you know, not even the Balenciaga uh, sock runners, which everyone likes. You you know, he's wearing like the big chunky ones that look like the trees. Yeah, 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 those are ugly. But it's Balenciaga, yeah. I appreciate Um, the commitment. I also think though, what did he do before Blackish? Was there, was, is this, was he rolling in it before? Yeah, he's been, I mean, like, he's been a TV writer forever, but on outside of that, he also co-created America's Next Top Model. What? Yes. He he developed the show with Tyra Banks. He's, the like, the person who made it, essentially. Oh, that's really interesting, actually. So, I have no yeah, idea. So I mean, like, I'm sure that's yeah. out there, but I've never heard that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's He, he actually, he talks about it in Black AF, just at the very top of the pilot, but... He, uh, yeah. What so did you like he, What did you do on the show? Would you write and produce? Yeah, yeah I was one. I was yeah, I was one of the writing producers. So I did that, and then uh, I had to leave early because Black Monday restarted. So I had to go back to Black Monday. Um, but yeah, I, Damn, I, how I many show, How many shows are you going to do with Black in the title, bro? We get it. All right, I've done three. <laughs> I know. Three I've done, yeah. <laughs> Damn, you don't see me doing white AF. You know, I mean, look, I, I just don't get it. I, I don't understand why you, you guys. You don't have face, to bro. title your your thing white AF, Chris. We can kind of just do. They the already know. It's called goop. <laughs> you should do white AF by Chris Black. That would be. I, I agree. That's call ne- call the Netflix. Call Netflix. <laughs> That's the flex, bro. Well, how many show? How many shows are you working on right now? Uh, right now, just one. I mean, like you're kind of. I, 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 yeah, just one. Uh, I'm waiting to hear like if Black Monday is getting a third season or not. But like Keenan Thompson's doing a new show for NBC, so I'm just like helping write that for the next few weeks. We were supposed to like literally be starting a film like in like 14 days, and then God, God said, "Nah." We're big. We're big Keenan Thompson fans on this show. Are you? He's the backbone yeah. of SNL. I'll say it. He's the backbone of SNL. And oh. Jason, Jason and I are both diehard SNL watchers. Even if it's whether it's good or bad, I don't even care. It's part of my culture to watch well, SNL. Me too. And I, people, it's so. Here's what I'll say. Like, yes, people clown it. Yes, of course. Even when it's not good, we clown it. Whatever. Like, it, it's also by nature of like any. I, I truly mean this because like. There's there's this it's not a new thing, but there's a resurgence of positivity in art where like uh, and I, when I say art, I mean, all, I mean, the collective of everything, right? Anything creative. Mm-hmm. And so there's like this new not new thing. But again, this thing that's come back around where people are just like, it's just about making it and like being positive and happy. But I'm like, and I mean this sincerely, I think so much of art is actually misery. And so this idea that like, we've stopped like critiquing things and like, I don't want to like, I'm not going to like go on TV and be like, here are the 12 things that I hate. But like, I also, I will, I will do that for a small fee. Um, but I don't, I have, I have, I have less to lose than you do. So, Well, yeah. I, so, I, you know, everyone is a is a damn snowflake now, and nobody wants to critique or say things that may offend right. or hurt someone's feelings because everyone but, is all precious exactly. and shit. But everyone that's not going to help precious, you. But weird. 
it's not going to help you, but also it's weirdly the one thing that people don't mind it with for some insane reason is SNL. People always go so hard at SNL. And I'm like, at the end of the day, and like, here's the thing. I mean it. Like, I, I've got friends on the show, blah, blah, blah. Like, when I like it, I like it. When I don't, I don't. And that's just what it is. But like, this idea that people hold, like, I enjoy it as the legacy that it is also. Like, it's just so crazy to have something that's been on air for this long that kind of doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. But like, when people are like, SNL's bad this year, I'm like, it is a collection of sketches. That's it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, that's like saying you know YouTube I mean? like, was bad this year. Right, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, it's so crazy to me. Like, if, like people hold it to like the wire. I'm like, bro, it is people who came from UCB and the Groundlings pretending to be like old people, you know, <laughs> and now they're on TV. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. I think that it's heyday. I don't know. I I think everybody just remembers it from when they grew up. You know what I mean? Right, um, it's James Bond. Because I I swear by the best of Jimmy Fallon DVD from SNL. <laughs> it, is, it is fucking incredible. I used to watch it all the time as an adult, like in my early 20s. It is fucking incredible. He had so many hits, man. The shit, yeah. the leather store shit, I could watch that all day, bro. I, I, it's I, just I, him laughing. The that's store why thing it's is funny. literally just that's him why laughing. Funny. That's why it works, because he could get away with it for some reason. Are you a, are you a, are you a Fallon stan because of your rampant cocaine use? Maybe. I mean, I, I, I mean, Fallon and I did do cocaine in the same locations many times in the early 2000s. Oh. Um, there was a big Sunday night party. Uh, where was that party? There's a Sunday night party that was in a, in a Union Square uh, that he was always at, jacked out of his, I mean, just yacked out. Uh, oh and you guys just LCD sound system blasting, shirt off. Yeah, there was a member of like the Strokes or Razor Light in the building. Parliament <laughs> lights everywhere. But but I just think that he I just think that he really I mean now I don't I mean I don't watch the show now but I think that era of SNL because that was like my prime time you know what I mean that's just what right but I have to recommend that video I have to recommend it it's really good it's it's there was there's a whole series of DVDs of best dude ups. buddy here's the thing I owned the series so you, I you know say, what I'm talking about I know dude. Here's what I'll say. The Eddie Murphy one is truly untouchable. Well, of course, Un- but like we're not, we're not talking about that level. But like, then, but then, I, dude, but I was going to say a very close second is the Will Ferrell one. The Will Ferrell one goes in. And, Chris, mean, and the Chris Farley one, too. Yes. Yeah, Chris Farley one goes. Uh, they didn't really I do I mean, a, they're pretty much all like good except for, for the, women. except for the Jimmy Fallon one. They're all good. <laughs> <laughs> I knew Jason would be. I knew Jason would be a hater, but Jason doesn't. Dude. Jason doesn't like to admit when he likes white comedy. He only likes to talk about Cat Williams. Cat Williams, yeah, exactly. Guilty. It's so funny because like Cat Williams is so funny because I, I mean it for real. Cat Williams is exclusively for black people, but <laughs> only white people really love him. <laughs> that's that's fuck. That's funny as fuck. I think you're yeah. right about that, Jason. Yeah. How do you, like, how does that make you feel, Jason? You feel seen? I yeah, I feel seen. It's 100 percent true. But it's I, I just think like comedians, black comedians of that era, they still had a little bit of I don't know, like a different kind of showmanship and energy that they delivered versus just like I'm just going to be a regular comedian. It was a yeah, little yeah. more sing-songy, yeah, animated, no. and energetic, and all that stuff. I mean, he's which a is what like a guilty white person wants a black person to see do. You know, right? They want mm. them to tap dance, <laughs> more or less. Yeah, <laughs> like do the thing that I saw you on the news right. for. Like, right. you know, do yeah. something crazy and insane that a white person would never do. 
Yeah. And I freaking then, know I became, uh, then all the comics became slow-talking black dudes with glasses. Uh, <laughs> yes. What I'm an serious. era. Well, I know yeah. you're right. No, you're right. Yeah. I don't know if – I haven't watched – I have not really been able to get into the Zoom stuff. Like the Zoom SNL. I can't – I just – I appreciate I, they're, they're doing it, but I just don't really – I'm not that interested. Oh, man. I got to be honest. I love it. I'm because like of, so, because you, is it because like you understand the craft and how difficult it is to do what they're doing? Not even that. I just I, I'm like it's it's truly the only show. I, I love that they realize they're the only show that could do it. You That's know what I'm true. Saying? I agree. Like with that. That's they're a good the point. only show that could do it. And then what's her name? Chloe Feynman dog is a star. Oh, like, she did I the mean, Britney Spears shit. She yeah, she did the that was she did the uh, she did the like Claire Carol Baskin impressions and like she's she's. She's out of this world. She did that Timothy Chalamet thing, Masterclass. Like, she's phenomenal. So and yeah, she was like, she was just a featured person, right? Or she yes. like okay, yeah. So she's about to she's that, about like, to come up. Yeah, like she's. I, I would I would argue that she saved what those episodes were going to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just like no one else. I think everyone else was kind of, and it weirdly speaks to because like. I think we're all kind of in this place a little bit, you know, us three, especially in the same age, we're all kind of just like, you know, the YouTube, TikTok, like Instagram stuff is all kind of corny. I get that younger people like it, but like, you know, mm. it is what it is. I don't, I don't love it. It but don't like, impress us much. Her, exactly. Right. It don't impress us much. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Brad, you know, Brad Pitt, you don't impress me. Brad Pitt. <laughs> what a crazy. Like I, I, someone may have said this before already, but it has got to be crazy. You're literally Brad Pitt, and like that song also exists. Like it's crazy, like, and that was a big am, song. It's a big song, and you're like, but keep in mind, at the time it came out, you, that's probably like seven Brad Pitt. You know what I'm saying? But like, what if his but early gotta, peaks? Yeah, but I'm saying if you're Brad Pitt now, you're like, I'm how get rid of the song. Like, there's I'm I'm <laughs> take care of it. I'm flawless. Take care of the song. Um, but anyway, what I was going to say is that like with Instagram and TikTok and YouTube, all stuff, blah, 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 um, that I've kind of found it useless. Like it's fun and stupid to watch stuff on your phone, I guess, because there's nothing else happening. But like seeing her realize that like that is the way to format the show and like her being so good online and that making the show so good because that's mm-hmm. what they had to pivot to. I was just like, oh, like. Now, you like see the space for it i guess i don't know but i just i i dig her a lot i think she's so so great i was really into to Bo and yang right before the quarantine yeah, i was, thought he was becoming like my fave cast member and now he's not on it at all he, they don't give him shit why does he, does he not have a computer he might not have a computer yeah <laughs> they don't pay i don't think they pay very much on that show so it's, it's... hello what's up yeah well, Oh, yeah, no, sorry, oh, I, like, I, I, I totally blinked out for a second. That you were into Bowen Yang, is what you were saying. Mm-hmm. But now, yeah, but he, Bowen gone. He, he, he don't have a MacBook, so they had to cut him. He got a Surface tablet, couldn't handle it. So speaking, he had to, uh, he, speaking of Surface tablet, one thing I noticed on... on, on oh, here, Hello? Can you... Are we good? But, uh, yeah, it keeps cutting out. Should I? I should have answered on my computer. Dang. Um, no, it's okay. It's okay. Just stay in one place. Don't move. No, I am. It's just like. Oh, it's just you suck. Bad. All right. Well, we got to keep it moving. Yeah. 
We got to keep it moving. Oh, uh, speaking yeah, of the Surface to. tablet, when I was watching Black AF, I noticed that there is a possibility that you guys were sponsored by Samsung. Is that is that a a thing? That very you want to talk very about? sponsored. Dude, it's so crazy like because that was also the time I mean, they completely tanked them, but remember they were like we got a folding tablet. Y'all yeah, get the, ready. Uh, yeah, so the they phone, like the phone that would fold in half like a book, and then it broke. So and then really took a shit. Literally immediately. So they like sent one to Kenya, like please, like put us in your show. So it'd been like written in before he even opened it, because like you know people like Kenya, like people. He's he's a dude that you gift things to. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, <laughs> uh, so he had he just had it like sitting in the corner of his like office forever just sitting there and then he like finally opened it up and truly the moment he opened up it was just like half of a web page and then just half of a white <laughs> led screen <laughs> just uh... did, like i was like how does something not work out the box even even soldier boy's watch worked better than that probably <laughs> <laughs> damn that's low tj so, hey man look here's the thing like you can't keep a watch from ticking, big boy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Amen, brother. So, I mean, hey, I, I think that you guys did a good. I mean, you guys did a good job at having the the Samsung integration be fairly <laughs> seamless. But you obviously can tell if you are the type of person who keeps an eye out for that type of stuff. Is that you know do do you think that this is going to be just like a more and more commonplace thing as budgets get smaller and is this something that you had to do or is this something that they wanted to do? It's well, you know, what's weird is that like that. Cause I, I don't I, like, I didn't get mm-hmm. full producer. Uh, I know you did not that, orchestrate the, this deal, but you know, right. But I will say the thing that's interesting about that one in particular is that Netflix is literally known for no product integration. <laughs> like if something is there, it's because like the creator wants it there. But Samsung is so big that I would not be shocked if some form of monetary yeah. compensation went into production because I, like, it's just, I it's mean, just, I, I assume that that is a absolute given that there, that's just written into the budget of like, all right, we're going to give you guys 10 million to shoot, you know, 20 episodes or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, cool. It's going to cost 25 unless Samsung <laughs> gives you five million. This ain't going to happen type of thing. Right. Yeah. Cause what? like, it just, Okay, is there, there going to be a second season? I hope so. I, I haven't heard anything about it. Kenya's also like a mad busy dude, so like it'll it'll be interesting to to see. I and he also like. I mean, I don't know if you guys read like black <laughs> Twitter reviews. It wasn't. That's why. <laughs> well, I I, when I fir- I'm still waiting first, for my invite. When I first. <laughs> yeah. When I first watched it, I was like, damn, this is funny as fuck. I really like this. And my girl, we both, we watched like three episodes. I was like, damn, this is funny. I really like this. Yeah. And then started looking into it. I was like, oh, wait, wait. Black people don't seem to like this. So maybe yeah. I shouldn't like this publicly yet. Let me just let this, let me let this, right. let me let yeah. this, let me let this chill out a little bit before right. I make a public comment on it. And then <laughs> I did make a comment and all the people that agreed with me were white. So I don't know yeah. what that says about me and my people. It's- so weird I'll, I'll say this like there's there's a weird thing that happened where like and here's the thing i'm people are going to come at me anyway so i, I 
kind of don't care. But the fact that I'm discussing this with two white dudes, they're going to be like, these straight white males and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Anyway, well, y'all, y'all deal a- with that part of it. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, we deal with it every fucking day. That's our burden okay, to good. carry. Okay. <laughs> but I'll say that the weird thing to me that happened is that, like, we made the show. And, like, again, because I had to leave early, I, like... We we wrote you know we wrote as much as uh, we did when I was there. Then I came back to film my episode, and then you know I didn't see any of it till it, it came on. And then I watched it. And I was like, you know, I was like, oh man, this is like wild to see how it you know played out. And I was like, yeah, yeah, like I, I mean, like, and it was all things that like I had even said in the room. It was just like some episodes felt a little bit long to me or whatever. But other than that, like I was like, I really love this show. It's so funny. It's so weird. It's so interesting. Like. You know, like to the the idea of dealing with hyper rich blackness, you know, is like such a crazy thing to just well, put on seems, without that seems like unexplored as far as television. Exactly. Outside of HBO's seems, Ballers, it hasn't really. Well, been I was going to say, on. I truly, I truly was about to say, besides rap, like a fake version of rap or a fake version of an athlete, you don't see it because, mm-hmm. like, those are always those are always worlds that are like filled with like. You know, it's always filled with their peers, right? So it's like if you see a hyper rich LeBron, he's standing next to a hyper rich Kevin Durant. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so there's kind of a a weird like camaraderie there. But like, this is kind of like a hyper rich dude who shouldn't be super rich, who's still around people that don't make as much as him, and then he's kind of the only black dude where he is. So it's like, oh, okay, like, so it it it's fun to see, but like, I think what what you know and then woke black twitter got a hold of it and they're like how dare you like this isn't there's nothing about this is black and blah 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 and charlemagne the god had something to say don't get me started on don't let me get it on big charla don't even get me started on him but the the crazy thing to me is that he's like i understand that black people we're not monolithic but this isn't how we are and i was like but that's you are you are discrediting your own statement by saying that like you know what i mean people got like i was like I, i truly think And like, here's the thing, I still, the original title of the show is Black Excellence, and I think that would have clarified it for people a little bit more. Well, that's a known term, Um, too. That's a term that most people recognize, you know. Right. But like, I think the idea that like, it was called Black AF, and I think people thought, I don't know if they thought it was gonna be like a revolutionary show, you know, but like this idea that like, I truly love the idea that there's a black father on TV who doesn't like his family, who doesn't like his kids, who's <laughs> completely selfish. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's funny to see a dude who's Kenya's age, who like, who is cool, but like genuinely, like if you talk to Kenya for real, he's like, I need that off-white sweatshirt. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> cares about that stuff and it's like so funny to like have that guy on tv and like you know this was his first time acting i thought he did a dope job acting i loved rashida in it because like that's who she is you know what i mean like the kids the kids were amazing the kids were so good. good like it was it was so you know like it was so again like all the things that i thought that made it interesting and again it's like it's like with anything right when you like force people to like kind of shift their perspective they're like i hate this you know what i mean and so like i think in time as you know hopefully we get another season or more shows aren't just like you know sad sacks of you know the cops shooting us in chicago or whatever uh well that's the thing that, that's the thing that i don't understand i i guess i mean it's hard for me to understand obviously but to me it right. seems like somewhat refreshing because it's new and whether you whether you agree with the sentiment or the way it's portrayed it's still i mean to not laugh at that is crazy to me it's fucking funny 
Like yeah, to yeah. not, I, I don't, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I don't really understand, but I think that's why it's important though, is because right. it is something new and that's the whole point. It's like pushing right. the conversation forward and it's not, exactly. a, it's, it's, it's not a stereotype. So right. I don't really, I don't know. I don't like, I, I didn't understand the, I didn't read that much into it, but I did notice that because yeah. the Mindy, the Mindy Kaling show came out at the same time and people were just drooling over it. Um, yeah. And that doesn't interest me at all. <laughs> like, I have no interest in watching that show. Oh, you, do, um, you, have, oh, you haven't seen it? No, I have I'll no say interest. This, I'll say this. It is phenomenal. That's what everybody says, but I now Dog, will eventually watch it. phenomenal. Like, I was just like, damn, like, it was one of those things where you're just like, so, you know when you're like, this person knows exactly what they're doing? Like, that's how it yeah, felt. Yeah, like, yeah, I was just like, yeah. it is like But in an annoying way? Huh? But in an annoying way or not? No, in a very, like, charming, like, because, like, she just has, she just has, like, such a good voice for, like, young comedy. And I, I don't mean, like, for kids. I mean, mm-hmm. just, like, you know, like, I, you know, I've luckily gotten to work with her. She's, like, she is, is who she is, too. And, like, I've, you know, I've been lucky enough to, like, work with, like, you know, problem, you know, problematic or not. Like, I've worked with, like, Lena and, like, you know, and Mindy and Kenya and all these people that people have these, like, very strong feelings about, you know. Mm-hmm. But that means, time, their, that means they're doing That means they're doing to me. Exactly. Like, I, I, I have very strong opinions about all three of those people. And they, yeah. they that's, I recognize that's good, no matter what the yeah. opinion is. And that's, right, that's exactly. why they're famous and that's why people care about what they have to say. Right, exactly. Like, they, they, they at, at least, and that's the thing I say to everyone. I'm like... You can hate Lena, you can hate Mindy, you can hate Kenya, you can hate Chrissy Teigen, you can hate all these people that you're, you know, complaining about. But, like, at the end of it, like, they are doing them and it's working. Like, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, they have a a sense of self that, like, you know, I I think, like, just gets to a lot of people. And I think that, again, one of the problems with Black AF is that, like, Kenya has always known exactly what he's wanted, what he's wanted to do. And I, I think that, like... You know, again, for better or worse, maybe going on Twitter and arguing with every person who has something to say about it. But like, but like, uh, but it's just like, yo, this is his fan. Like, you can't come at someone for like making a show about their life. Like, again, it's like the fact that the title was the title is almost what I think like hurt it most. But even then, I'm just like, like the the crazy thing is like, you know who who has the complaints? It's like. These are my le- is so crazy again that I'm like saying this here, but like my problem, it's like it's like it's like it's all the like middling college educated people have a problem with it. It's like dirt poor people and like hood people all love it, and then like hyper rich people or people with mm-hmm. any form of success really like it. But it's like all these just like college dweebs who need to you know like who just need an opinion and i'm not even one of those people that's just like shut up snowflake you know what i mean like i'm just saying it's just like these people who like truly think that they're being woke or being intelligent by having this take on it and it's like but you didn't even think about the thing that you're saying you're just saying it because you feel like what you're watching is antithetical to everything you've been taught but it's like the the fact that you don't like it is actually antithetical to the 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 movement that you are claiming to portray online. You know what? People online are fucking mad. That's what I'll say. Yeah. Yeah, I think the yeah. people fans of anything in the middle are always the worst. You go to a basketball game, the only cool people are courtside or in the bleachers blacked out. Everyone in the middle <laughs> right. is boring <laughs> as fuck. 
there's they're yeah. salty that they're not doing either of them. They're too the two hundred dollar yeah. ticket. The two hundred dollar ticket is different than the five thousand and the ten dollar. <laughs> That's very true. But I, th- I, think that, I thought that Black AF did a very, you know, if you are into woke black Twitter, I thought it did an, uh, a very good job at having entertainment and comedy, but also mixing in, um, you know, important black history moments and educational pieces in a way that was not, you know, boring or uncalled see, for. That's the thing. Yeah, but that's the other thing, though. It's like it either... It's like people would have rather seen nothing than what the show did because they're like, um, how how come you didn't talk about mm-hmm. Sir Marvin Reese of seventeen seventy two when he and it's just like what? Well, it's, it's also like I don't know who he is. Well, it's like make a show. He invented the laundry show. basket. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I, I, I I was I was off the weed when I was watching it last night, and I was like, there, it reminds me of um, of Big Mouth how. It's it's sort of for that perfect demographic to teach them and educate them about a subject that was sex education. This is black history, but you know, doing it in a fun way of like we're going to teach you this shit. You're going to learn some things, and we're going to have like twelve year old kids saying fuck. And but see, that was the thing. Remember when Big Mouth they did like the joke with Ali Wong saying mm-hmm. that she was pansexual, and people were like, "That is not what that means." <laughs> <laughs> Right, and the same, and you know, the same type of backlash for something that shouldn't, you know, that if you are, you know, an intelligent sort of open-minded person, you're like, I mean, I I wish I had this when I was 13 years old, so I could learn about all this shit in a way that was actually entertaining versus a boring textbook in school. Right, but it's also like it is. It is the thing that it you're saying it is. It may not be the complete and full, like you know, like DSM four or DSM five, like definition of what that is. But mm-hmm. like, like people are like so mad if you don't get like the the like we we've like lost our ability to uh, understand that nuance can exist without us having every syllable of that nuance explained right it's almost like the idea of like subtext and subtlety is just like gone out the window Mm -hmm. and it's like you know you can't just like you can't just have a an opinion on anything like we're in in a classic or trash world we are you can't no you have right there's no exists no yeah it's true and i think that people especially right now because of where we're at it's just like there's nothing to do except consume this shit and they regurgitate your thoughts on it. There's nothing else to do. Dude, it's such a bummer. <laughs> like, it's especially, I mean, and, but this stuff, like, I mean, if, if I'm Netflix, I'm pumping shit out. If I'm Hulu, Amazon, I'm going to pump this shit out as much as I can because it, it does come and go. But people, you right. have the, the audience is chained to the couch. Like, they're not going anywhere and they're going to watch it and they're going to talk about it if they hate it or they love it. There's, but there's no right. Between. There's no, right. there's no six point five of ten. That's for sure. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, truly. I mean, like, it's so crazy. Like, I, I just like I, I find because I, you even find yourself like sometimes like because that's also the other thing that that I've really like come to. Also, I'm like I don't need an opinion on ninety percent of the things I have an opinion on. I'm like because I don't care enough. I, I don't care <laughs> enough to say this. To another person. Well, I wish I, I, I need to. I need to try to get there. I, I need to. That's going to take me years of therapy to figure out how to do that. Your boy cannot relate. But, Your boy dude, cannot but, relate. But, but y'all are in different positions a little bit. Like you guys have also, like I mean, 
curated careers also in the culture in a way that I have not like, you know what I mean? Like my, my entire existence is uh, to be a clown. Like, you know what I mean? So then when the, (laughs) when the clown all of a sudden is just like, we need to pay attention to standing rock. People are like, what? You know, (laughs) (laughs) that is like, you know, like I like, I, I still, you know, clearly standing rock isn't, issue that it was easy to get behind but i'm saying like you know that does carry into like so many other things that like i just find myself like watching something or reading something and being like this is trash or this is incredible or whatever and i'm like you know what like i'll say if something's dope i'll just say it but if it's not like what do i who who is who is this helping? Like, there's no one at home being like, "Oh my god!" If Yasser says that Mrs. America is good <laughs> or bad, I'll pull this gun out of my mouth. <laughs> well, <laughs> then I, Yasser, we I think I guess we both probably think that it's important to have a, the group chat with your boys where you can openly talk shit on all of this stuff and oh, get it out of your system. Do you have that same support group? Yes, I got. I, here's I have group threads for every subject i got uh, you know i got the sneaker one the fashion one i got sourdough the art one. Uh, nah man that's you know i don't i ain't friends with that many white people <laughs> 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 and then uh then you know i got the you know the hating on here's the thing because i have one where it's literally just hating on other comedians mm. and then there's uh, that's a good one that's a good good one oh, that's if you knew that thread and who we hated you would uh just chef's kiss in the air be so excited well just let me know let me know when i get the invite because i hate all comedians after this let's just we'll start the thread and i'll tell i'll tell you not who's on the thread but i'll tell you who we talk about in the thread Okay, I'll take that. That's and then, that's and then we'll, we'll go that's from a, there. That's enough information to keep yeah. you going. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, of course you gotta have. Here's the thing: like you don't want like hate out in the world, but like like you gotta you gotta you know we're all annoyed by someone, and all that annoyance comes from jealousy. So we might as well just be petty together. <laughs> that's, damn, that's that's a real rallying damn. cry, bro. Finna cry. <laughs> Fitting a cry, but I, yeah, you, you, we have to get that out of our system some way. So best to do it responsibly. And it's, it's like, yeah, it's yeah. like jacking off. You know, we can't, we can't be fucking prostitutes on the street. So we, we just should yeah. jack off in our house and get it well, out. Well, that's our system. also, well, that's also my theory on cheating, especially for dudes. I'm like every dude, every dude who's cheated just couldn't find somewhere to beat off for ten minutes. <laughs> It's like if you could have found somewhere for ten minutes to just beat off, you wouldn't have cheated. But you couldn't. That's true. I, I've heard that line of thinking before, and I agree. <laughs> <laughs> just need a place to jack off. Yeah, that's true. And, and it, again, like if it were more, just like you're at work and you're like, oh, sorry, I gotta go, I gotta go smash one out. <laughs> People would be like, like, if we had that more, like in the, you know, and and. The public uh, view, or just like you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, that's just more of our line of thinking. I think that we'd all just be happy. Like women would for sure be happier. Like oh, like dudes really just needed to beat off. That's why they're so angry. <laughs> yeah, and they would understand. Yeah, they definitely yeah. understand. No question. Yeah, yeah. Yo, like, but also ladies like, be jacking off too, though. Wasn't say, but yeah. Oh, I gotta go. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's like it's like the most like, like subtle men's rights <laughs> argument. It's like, hey, but hey, but for real, like women also beat their meat. It's like, all right, man, I guess. Yo, they beat I their shit. True. <laughs> they beat their shit. Shut up, Jason. Shut up. <laughs> I I can't be attached to things of this vulgarity. I'm a, I'm my yeah, brand. Chris is had not, a story in GQ today. He can't be he would be down here in the swamp wait, talking dude. about this. I'm a high oh, level guy. Well, no, I mean it was just about it was about the rise of the reply guy during COVID and how because we're oh, all logged wait, don't on. Don't tell me. I'm gonna read it. No, no, don't tell me. I'm gonna read it. I mean that's it. But it's just like I I can't. I'm so logged on that I can't, and I don't know what else to do. But I'm suffering. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure Yasser experiences his fair share of reply guys as well. Oh, I bet you got a dark uh, reply guy, dude. Here's here's my thing. Like it's so crazy. It's like I try telling my girl because like we talk about it, and like literally no one hits on me except gay dudes. Like only <laughs> in like like in a way that like. Because I try to explain it to her. I'm like, it's so crazy because, like, guys, like, heterosexual men don't even talk to women the way they talk to the way gay men talk to a man they're hitting on. Like, because mm-hmm. even, like, a man, like, trying to. Here's the thing I, I'm not saying that, like, all dudes are good, but, like, a dude will at least do something, like, if he's trying to, like, you know, smash some Instagram chick, she'll, like, post a picture where she's, she's like, butt naked with, like, a slice of pizza covering her vagina and be like oh my god had another pizza accident and the guy will be like haha that's super funny what's your address (laughs) (laughs) what's your address (laughs) but then like but like gay dudes with me i'll just like tweet something just like hey like uh, i gotta say like i don't love like lemon desserts and the guy will like respond like why don't you bend over and spread in front of me? And you're like, all right. Well, I guess that's, a, well, that's also that's the, a way to do it. That's the difference in our in our in in the cultures, I believe. I think right. that, that you know the, the forwardness of gay men is both jarring and something that I think we wish we could do. You saying you black know, people don't like oh, lemon desserts, absolutely. Chris? What'd you say? So you saying black people don't like lemon desserts? I didn't say do not. No, I did not say anything about black people. Kind of what it sounds that, like. No, that is not what I said. I'm an ally. Yasir is on this podcast. Like, okay. just chill, bro. Just chill. Just chill. Yeah. If you're using me for your allyship, every black person in America will be like, he ain't. He ain't one of us. That's. True. I mean, you're you're right. I, I have other friends. Don't worry. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'll say this: my brother, my brother and sister. So me, and my brother and sister, all we have different fathers, but. Uh, my I like posted a, a picture the other day, like an old picture of me. And my brother called me. He was like, "Man, you used to look blacker." And I was like, "Huh?" <laughs> and then my sister Facetimed me two days ago, and I was wearing this bonnet, and she was like, "I gotta say, man, you look just like a Middle Eastern dude. Don't nothing look black about you." And I was like, "What is happening? <laughs> what damn, is damn, my family coming at me." So it's you really out. are ready to move to Burbank. I got to, man. I got to. I think I I think I looked a lot whiter when I was a baby and then I have grown out of my whiteness as I've gotten older. So it, it is possible, I suppose. I would be so, but if I grew out of being blacker, that's like it, it, Here's the thing. I if that's the case, I grew out of being <laughs> black, which was the hardest thing in America. Yeah, you worked too hard being, to not be black anymore. 
to to grow into a Middle Easterner. It's like that's worse. <laughs> well, don't, don't don't worry, guys. I haven't grown anything. I've been alabaster since since uh, I came out the canal, boy. I've been oh white as hell. God. We Wait, hold it. Where are you? Are you from Conyers? Yeah, born, well, I was born in Atlanta. My mom worked at Piedmont Hospital, and then yeah, I went to high school in Conyers, and then I lived in the city for until I was like twenty four, twenty five, and then uh, moved to New York. Uh, yeah, whatever, whatever. <laughs> yeah. You and you and Dakota Fanning is that you or actually D- no, no Dakota, Dakota in the squad. They're Holly Hunter, Dakota yeah. and L, Chris Black, all from Conyers, Georgia. Dang, pick your, pick your fighter. Yo. I was gonna say that that's a strong showing, though. I, we also, I mean, it's Dakota and L actually uh, are, are our best exports. I, I love them, and they're very sweet, and I'm glad they're from our hometown. Three of the whitest people in the history of mankind. Yeah, L, Dakota, Jesus and Christ. Chris Black. I mean, look, I don't, I. It's not my fault. What you want me to say? Yeah. <laughs> and wait, and Holly Hunter, the homie. The homie. Are you? But do you wow. go back? Is your mom in Atlanta? Like, do you go back? No, no, no. My here's the thing. So my mom is from. She's from the Bay. She's from here. Oh, uh, the yay, the yay area. The yay, yay area. area, dog. So like, I'm Jason also part of the hyphy movement. So go on. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna let it go. Yeah, I have a scraper yeah. and all that stuff. So. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh. So, so even like being in Georgia, like my mom was like, "Y'all, y'all could never talk like these people. Like, never." <laughs> Why did you go there they, for? Like, did she have a job or, or a man she? Yeah, or she's got a she got a job out there, and so we just like okay. moved to Georgia. Yeah, I was like super young, but because uh, I was born in Miami, and my brother was born in Cincinnati, and then my sister was born in Santa Rosa, and then like right after my sister, we moved to Georgia. But uh, but yeah, so like I, I mean, I'll say my experience is like. Because you're, I mean, I I haven't spent too much time in Conyers. It's more of like a drive-through, but like Marietta for me, like it was like truly, because it was also, because I think we're all around the same age. It was like also like the height of like jackass when I got to high school. It was like all my mm-hmm. homies had pickup trucks and we would like steal things from Walmart to tie to the back of a pickup truck and then we just drag ourselves around an empty field in a pickup truck like in a mm-hmm. kiddie pool at you know Chattahoochee Technical College that is um I unfortunately had a lot of direction at that age because I was into hardcore so I was very uh, idealistic mm. and involved in stuff uh, oh, but yeah. I did know I did know people that did things like you I was um, also yeah. straight edge and I was also doing all kinds of jackass mess like that you know throwing shit breaking stuff i mean i would we we did a lot of tire slashing and like egging (laughs) but but none of this little comedy shit because i was really about this like i wasn't out here i wasn't out here getting jokes off i was out here getting the movement forward tire slashing yeah Yeah, were you like listening to like under oath and like (laughs) first of all first of all don't don't come in here and and name name the one shitty hardcore band that you know you know he was he was he was blasting under oath and slashing tires i've never blasted under oath (laughs) i've never blasted under oath i we would also shoot out windows of bb guns you know i mean let them really know who's who's coming for them real street shit 
but but my question is in Conyers, like, was it like local, you know, aldermen or whatever? Like, I mean, like, who's, who's yeah? It was it was mo- it was it was mostly low level beef, you know, growing from high school problems. You know, it wasn't anything serious, but they weren't about that life. They were like they would threaten me, but then in the in the dark of night, I could go take their Jeep Wrangler and I'd slash the spare. Like, I ain't even gonna leave them the spare. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we're going mask off. So the the spare t- it's it's on site for the spare tire. It is, it yeah. is absolutely 100 percent on site for the spare. I kept the Leatherman on me, and I would just stab. I was like, I was like, I was in London. <laughs> the, hiss, the hiss man comes. Oh, that's man. right. You can call uh, me, yeah, Chris the Hiss Black. Oh, he's, you already know. he's leaking. The Michelin <laughs> is leaking. The, I, I, I left him leaking. That is so funny. <laughs> so funny. I just, I just imagine just like the sweet citizens of Conyers being yeah, terrorized was, by we were truly one boy t- with a BB gun. That's <laughs> me, yeah. Like a, ch- a chubby guy wearing black dickies and a black t-shirt. I mean, we did we did some egging too, which was more fun where you would like yeah. – we did one where we'd drive and you would throw the egg out the, the – like – you would be driving in the street fast and you would throw the egg out of the driver's side window so it hit the windshield of the oncoming yeah, yeah. car just oh, to I freak them out. That, mm-hmm. That's legend. Yeah. That's that's the fun shit. Yeah, but the, here's the thing. Like, I think we did that like once or twice and then like one, one of the homies one day was like, I think someone will die. And we're like, <laughs> yeah, oh, you, yeah, you can't really yeah. do that. Yeah, you can't really <laughs> yeah. do that. Go, sli- go slash the Wrangler. Don't, don't yeah, do that. Yeah, man. Yeah, don't handle someone's Wrangler dog. Don't do any that. any any Grand Cherokees or just just a lot of Wranglers. I just remember a Wrangler specifically because Wrangler Wrangler kept the kept the the spare on the outside. Most cars oh, yeah. don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and also the Jeep the Jeep Wrangler is the classic fake flex car for for all kinds of because it's like thirty grand, but people think it's like nice, I guess, or it yeah. seems expensive. I don't know why. It's it, there's like a culture around it, and and I don't understand it. It's I I per, like, as, as a Bronco enthusiast, what I think it is truly is that people associate it with an old Bronco, which is a flex. And you're like, but this ain't it. This is like it's it's the three hundred. It's the Chrysler three hundred C of like mm. the topless convertible. Yeah, you know, yeah. don't SUV. say it's topless. Say the titties is out. Come on. Oh come on. man, come, come on. on. That's true. Yeah, yeah. If, if Brother Nas has told us one thing, he said. <laughs> Don't That's, say my car is topless. <laughs> that might be his best line, to be honest. I'm not really like a bars guy, but that's like one of the best lines, you know. But I, I do, I, I, I mean it sincerely. I wonder if anyone has ever said it to him, like back, like, oh, you know, I got a convertible in the city, and someone's, and he's like, oh, actually, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like. <laughs> I hope so. I hope that's yeah. I don't, I don't like the way that sounds. That's gross. That's <laughs> gross mean, to me. It is gross. It is gross. And I do think he's. I do think that's happened. I don't know. Nas seems pretty serious. He doesn't seem like a guy who likes to joke around very much. Uh, you know, I'll say this. I weirdly in New York, boy. I was. He's, he's the, actually a chill uh, guy, Chris. Once you get to know him, you were at the Red was, Bull. You were at the Red uh, Bull Studios. I was, and you yeah, got, I was at. Right, <laughs> I was at. Uh, I was at the Blue Ribbon Sushi uh, off Christopher. Mm. The one on Christopher. And I walked outside to meet someone, and accidentally ran into. Damn you! So you were buying, like, you were buying, you were buying Coke outside of outside of oh, Blue Ribbon Sushi. Yeah, yeah, Blue Ribbon Sushi. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I ran to this dude, and he was like, "Excuse me, young man, I'm sorry." And I turned around, and it was Nas, and I was just like, "Oh, a he was just shorter than I imagined, but like celebrities always just, are." You know? but they always 
Americans are. Like, my here's what I'll say. Like, I truly hope the one. I hope people either think I'm tall. Like, I hope they when I meet them, I'm taller than what they expected, or I'm exactly where they thought. But like, how tall, how tall are you? I'm six one, which is okay, like so it just, ain't, FYI, it just ain't. FYI, you're the shortest guy on this podcast right now. But go ahead. <laughs> but for guests, that's pretty high. For and guests, it's good. You, but have you considered putting your height in your bio? Yeah, that's a good idea. Something Jason, think you should about. do that. But here's also the other problem is that I'm like a true like, and this is this is so sad. I'm actually six foot and like nine tenths of an inch. I'm like right under six one, right? We could tell, but like, <laughs> I know I've got that energy of just like a dude. Mm, you really like, do. I talk so much that you're like, there's no way this dude is six two. If you're nine tenths, you're allowed to round up. That's fine. So I round up. But yeah. my point being is that like, but dudes who are five nine round up to six foot. So mm, like there's that like ain't this, it. I me saying six one, people are like, he's probably five ten. Like, you know what I mean? Like we just live in a world where like I think that's probably the hardest part of being a woman outside of the obvious stuff is that like dudes are always short. <laughs> that's, that's the hardest thing women have had to deal with is these short motherfuckers that, that are trying to fuck them do not come at me if you're short Wait, I mean this sincerely I think the world would be better for women if all dudes were tall damn they would agree I think women would agree with you uh, speak I on that it, brother Yasser I think the, the complaints women have when they're like men are aggressive and mean and they're like just sending me these crazy pictures and they're like following me home i'm like there is no nigga over the the height of six one and a half that is doing that it's just just, there's it's short king energy it is so it is so short to hang out outside of a woman's house So it is like so short to be aggressive at the club. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that's true. It's very Jermaine Dupree. It's very. It's it's Jermaine Dupree. It ain't DJ Toom. You know? No, it is not Toom. It is not (laughs) Toom. But like it's just like because like here's the thing. Like a tall dude will be like a tall dude to be like, yeah, she can make as much money as me. I'm still taller. Like, you know what I mean? Like, True. <laughs> a short True. guy's like, she's got to be broke. You know? We, we approach <laughs> we approach differently. Yeah. It really, it's just like a different vibe for us. You know what I mean? Like, we need, I'm to, like we need to, you know what I'm saying? We need to count so, like, our blessings. Are, pray every I, day to the gods that dude, we are tall. Um, I, can I, I'm going to be so real with you. So my brother's like, my brother's uh, like, closer to six three he's like you know six two and nine tenths or whatever mm-hmm. but uh so he's tall and like he just had a growth he, he was he was younger but had a growth spurt before me and so like when i finally like settled into like my height at like 25 mm-hmm. i remember my mom out of nowhere dead ass serious she looked at me and she went i'm so glad you got tall and i was like huh <laughs> and she was like i was like why why do you say that and she just goes is just a lot harder for short guys <laughs> she and knew that you she so knew that you being serious. short you weren't you weren't gonna make it in this world if you yeah, pulled no, up five chance. seven you know what you, you, maybe, you maybe could have been a writer but they would have never put your ass on camera mm-hmm. that's for sure but, well I, they, they would have but it would have been like hey can you like 
climb out of his locker with like <laughs> snot coming out of your nose. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so your your parents are gonna break in on you jacking off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we. You're, you're 45, but you're going to need to kiss this 17-year-old girl because you guys are going <laughs> to technically be the same age. Like, that's the one thing I will say about the the Mindy show that, like, really cracked me up. And, like, I, I haven't talked to her about it yet, so I guess I'll do it here. But there's a character who plays the high school girl's, like, crush. And I was watching it with Chelsea, who's my girlfriend. And uh, I was like, yo, this dude is 30. Like, he's just... <laughs> 30 and she's like i don't think so i was like it's driving me crazy how old he is like i can just you know how i I feel like men we can definitely tell like i you know sometimes we have a hard time like placing a woman's age i feel like they have the same thing with us Mm -hmm. so like she was like he doesn't look that old to me i was like i'm telling you this dude is 30 there's no way he's their age Mm -hmm. and i swear to god i looked it up and he was 10 years older than the next oldest person on the cast and i was like i knew it it's Hollywood, it's Hollywood, baby. I mean, you know. Yeah, like, but you can push too far. Whenever, whenever you have like one of those teen shows, we all know that everyone playing a high school student is older. But you have there's a certain threshold where you're like, all right, come on, dog. Like we can't, yeah. we can't well, suspend so, our disbelief this far. That's what I'm saying. Because like even Chelsea was like, how do you? know and i was like he just has a level of tired that is just from a 30 year old man <laughs> yeah he can't like, you got more like, energy when you're 23 and yeah, also like, like this guy playing like the sophomore quarterback can kick my ass and i'm a full-grown man <laughs> and that can't be that's not that's because right. he's 33 <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like well there's all the like but you know there's like that thing where it's like this is getting into dangerous territory, but like when you see like a, a shredded eighteen-year-old boy with his shirt off in a TV show, you're like, that is what an eighteen-year-old boy who is shredded looks like. But mm. then you see a thirty-year-old guy who's shirtless playing an eighteen-year-old, mm. and you're like, that looks like loose skin wrapped around tightly some old <laughs> dude's muscles. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> wow! Yeah, the, I, love the, you, I love when you describe me like that. The, this is the the chest. <laughs> of someone who had like a bad month with Xanax at 27 and you don't get that when you're still in high school right it's just like oh those are lifting strollers muscles like you know what I'm saying like it's just uh, also, I just can't wait for the clip where it's just a, an audio highlight of me being like, you know what a shirtless 18-year-old boy looks like? <laughs> Don't worry. We love to isolate audio on our desk <laughs> to promote our show with some controversy. Oh, my God. So I'm gonna, only, only a short podcaster would take you out of context, Yasser. Don't worry. That's no, true. That's true. You're we'll, in good, we, long, large hands here, baby. We don't, do, we don't do that. Big Dick Jason would never do that to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Big dick motherfuckers, we hit record, we hit stop, we hit publish. That's it. Swinging all through iTunes. Knocking over other podcasts and shit. Uh, Tired from lugging it around all day. Exactly. Exhausted. Yeah, sir. Thanks for thanks for joining us. This has really been a guest. Dog, I tell you what, we needed, we, we needed we needed to laugh. We needed a, a star from the comedy community to come on and really oh my God. bust us down. Uh, dude, I, I have the hands of a professional and thank you for that. Do exactly. I'm I'm here for you always. Jason, you have my number. So start a group thread. (laughs) Can you, uh, can you tell us, can you, uh, tell the people where to find you, uh, and what, what, you know, whether it's TV or the internet. 
Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I feel like just go to the internet. TV's a wasteland. <laughs> so why? Well, yeah, go uh, watch know, Black be, AF on Netflix. Yeah, Black AF on Netflix. Watch Black Monday on Showtime. Duncanville on Fox. Uh, my Twitter and Instagram are the same. It's Yasser Y A S S I R underscore Lester L E S T E R. People always ask why do I have an underscore? It's because I like the idea that they're spaced out. I don't like one word. Just mm. I don't like the aesthetic of one word together. That's it. Mm. Thanks. We didn't ask, but thanks for sharing. Um, <laughs> How are you? Wow. All right, man. Don't listen to him. Don't listen to him. Uh, I, actually, uh, I, I actually understand that, to be honest, as a guy who really appreciates aesthetics, you know? Yeah, bro. Come on, man. It's about that come space, on. Man. You gotta breathe. Well, the you next time breathe, you come man. on this show, we will unpack the psychology behind your underscore and so much more. I, I, we, uh, I wanted okay. to talk about 6 9 all kinds of stuff, so we'll get into it uh, next time. Uh, Okay. All right. Let's do it. Trey White. <laughs> All right. Uh, we will. Uh, <laughs> we will talk to you soon. Thank you. All right. Thanks, thank you. Later, mate. Peace. Later. Peace.